Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there. This is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone, but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rennie. Hero Huggers by Rennie encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rennie improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Huggers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. Now animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. Judah, could would you like to explain to the uh, fellow uh, listeners what you just told me? Because I needed to get this on recording. Well, it turned out this whole time the reason why I probably haven't sounded very great on the audio was because I actually had the microphone on mute the whole time and the audio was going through the laptop. I have to cut parts out where you scream like a banshee because the computer does not pick it up whatsoever. What about if I did this? Can you hear this? I can hear that, yes. Sounds much better. Oh. <laughs> but you'd think, like, you know, buying equipment <laughs> to improve what? the sound would work. Shut up. Anyway. Anyway. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm Cass. And I'm pregnant. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I was just about to say it's not mine. <laughs> I just want to see my husband's reaction as he rewatches that, just as that that snippet comes in. So I might, I might actually extend the pause a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just gonna talk our usual shit for however long Haley can tolerate having to do editing. Mm. Right. Been a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's been happening? Um, not ready to reveal my news yet because I'm still, still in the midst of it all. Oh, from yeah. what you right? Yeah, so I'm still dealing with a lot of stuff, and it's stressful. Pregnancy, pregnancy takes its toll. It does. It does. So we'll deal with that later. I've got some. I've got some new things. Okay. Um, not not too many, but I've got some new things. Okay. Um, a little, it's a pop culture sort of, it's happening right now. Uh, okay. Well, they found the debris, the, deba- the, the debris, they found the debris, it. Yes. Um, they found human remains. It was okay. the billionaires going down, seeing the Titanic. It's not really the Titanic, by the way. Listen to that podcast if you are uh, conspiracy theories not the titanic they wasted their whole time doing that but anyway exactly i don't understand pressure and nobody 
can explain it to me in a way that I've been able to understand it. So I just don't understand, like I understand the the concept of it. I just don't understand how it can kill you. Right. Like I know it, as you go deeper, it gets heavier. Right? Is that is well? That... Not only that, but like the the water pressure, um, it comes in on whatever it is. That's why obviously the 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 lower you go, the more oxygen you need to be able to lighten out. Right? More <clears throat> oxygen you need to be able to do what? Think about scuba diving. Right? You can snorkel. You don't need the canister of oxygen. Mm-hmm. Right? But the further down you go. The pressure, it's almost like G-force. I've really been able to understand that either, but go on. Okay, so the further down you go, the more pressure that the um, water is putting onto your body. Okay. Okay, so think about like an empty can of Coke. Mm -hmm. Okay, so while it's bubbling up and down on the surface and all that, there's oxygen there. The further down it goes, the more pressure that builds around it, right? There's nowhere for the air to expel. So when it says that it imploded, what it's saying is it didn't explode. It imploded. So it caved in on itself. Okay. Okay. And because it caved in on itself, anything inside gets crushed. So was it quick death? Yeah, it would have been milliseconds. Look, you know. Think about it. Like, let's go back to the can, right? You got a can on the ground and you step on it. What happens? Crush it. Straight away, right? Same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Force and pressure caused the submarine to compact in on itself. Like, I haven't really read much past they found the debris, so I don't know if there's a little black box that tells them what's happened. I don't think so. So that was musings number one. It's taken us 15 minutes to get here because my internet is shit today. My thing is, is like, you know, I don't wish for anyone to die, um, but I don't care how much money I have. I would never be going down in a submarine 12,000 feet below the water. Seems terrifying. I did get some good movie requests because of it, though. Underwater with Kristen Stewart. Hate her. Great movie. Anyway. That was Musings mm-hmm. number one. Spleen. What does it do? Mm-hmm. Seems important. What's it for? It's not overly important because you can do without your spleen. It's like a gallbladder. Who's the spleen when she's at home? What does she do? Allow me to consult the producers. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yep. It's a fist-sized organ found in the upper left side of your abdomen next to your stomach and behind your left ribs. It's an important part of your immune system, but you can survive without it. The reason why I know that is episodes of MASH. Yeah. This is because... This is because the liver can take over many of the spleen's functions. What about if it's my liver? Mm, I don't think so. Fucked. She damaged. Yeah. So that's the space. But you can live without it. And if it's fist size, it probably weighs a decent amount of weight. So if you remove that, you lose about two or 300 grams in weight right there. Okay. Okay. Spleen. Important. Not important. Mm-hmm. It's up for debate. Hobosexual is a term that I had learnt recently. Is it the sexual mating habits of the homeless? No, it is you sleep with whatever to have a roof over your head. Hobo sexual. Did I not just did I not just kind of guess it? Well, he like it's not like homeless and homeless sleeping together. It's like you uh don't have anywhere to stay, so you sleep with 
someone else who has a apartment, a house or whatever, just so you have somewhere for the night to stay. Weren't they used to be called rent boys? Um, maybe it's not just boys. Rent people? Um, but I let that term. Somebody said it. But it was more like to do with men staying with women and then finding someone else in the process and going to live with them. Like they only ever went if they had somewhere to go. Mm. Which men do anyway. Women do it too. Yeah, but a lot of men do it. Yeah. So what happens is they grow up mummy. Mm-hmm. Then they only move out when they find girlfriend mm-hmm. or get married. Mm-hmm. Then they cheat. Don't have to Some, cheat. Not all. But, you know, then they only leave said relationship or marriage when they meet another woman and move in with them. High percentage. Um, the other thing that I get mildly annoyed at is going to McDonald's and you order off the screens now because you can't, you know, no one's at the front counter ever anymore. Mm. And then they give you a number. Yep. Never prints out a ticket. They were always out of out of paper. You never, mm-hmm. you never get a receipt. And then the number doesn't match what number they're calling. So they give you like, 27 on the thing and it goes and it's like yeah 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 funny you should mention that because i have a near where my old office is Mm -hmm. because i don't work there anymore Uh suck it suck it uh so there's a mcdonald's about i only found this out the other week too about 150 meters up the road Mm -hmm. right so it was my second last shift actually in the office so I went, you know what? I'm not going to go to the IGA. I'm not going to go. I'm going to go to Macca's and get get myself a salad. I wasn't getting a salad. Like, let's be honest. I wanted something slightly bad. I couldn't, I didn't end up eating all of it. So that was karma. But I had to use one of those machines for the first time. I'd never used one before. And I got it. And I distinctly remember that my number was 54, 154. So I'm standing there waiting, manager dude, whoever it was, because it was the lunch rush in Sydney, yelling out numbers and I hear 54. No, 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 no. Started saying numbers, yelled out something like 24 or whatever it was. And I went, and I looked down at my my receipt because I got a receipt and I went, well, gee, I'm 154. This is going to be a really long fucking wait if he's just calling out 24. And then the guy who happened to be standing near me had uh, 127. So when they called out 27, he walked over and got his food. And I went, oh, apparently you walk in with the knowledge they're up to the hundreds. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. If a McDonald's employee could call in, um, the lines are open, uh, yeah. let us know what that means because I have no idea. I just assume that whatever if you add a number it's 100 i think it's normally 100 whatever uh yeah that's mine so i'm gonna take it because <laughs> the here's last my two other, digits match here's my other problem mm-hmm. that i also discovered so i went oh get a little cheeky have a little coca-cola without ice so of course they have to like do the no ice thing like every everything i ordered i made sure that there was something that needed to be different so it was fresh Right. Okay. Um, you know, the the hot chips with no salt, the burger with no pickles. So everything that I was going to get was fresh, right? So I ordered the Coke with no ice. And so when they called my number and I realized that was me, I walked over and he handed me the bag and I just looked at him and he goes, oh, your drink's coming. Why call me over? If, if it's not complete and ready to hand to me, why call me over? Because then we had the awkward of me standing there like an idiot at the counter waiting for my Coca-Cola, my small Coke with no no ice. And everybody else is standing there as well because they're getting called over too and their order's not complete either. McDonald's, get your shit together. Get your peoples to call us over when the order is complete. Fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, last... It wasn't last night, was it? Night before? 
got in the car, drove for a fortnight (laughs) to get down to bumfuck nowhere (laughs) to see you, Jude, Ella Wara and Roxy Horror for the drag La Bingo. That was a lot of fun. Then I had to get in the car and drive equally as long as <laughs> We sold a few guess who's. Mm-hmm. Um, more have come out today. Mm-hmm. So there's nine of those available. So getting quick. There may, there may need to be more. That's it. That, that set that you put up today seems to be the popular one. Yeah. Yeah. So check on our website, www.dragmeout.com.au. Okay. So I had to go and take the car for a service for the usual one-year service thing. And I had to get up very, 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 very early on my very first day of unemployment, which, you know, didn't make me feel good, but uh, I did it anyway. So I went to the place where I've been taking the car to get service. And I had to be there by eight o'clock in the morning, which is fine. It's not a problem. It was only a 20 minute drive. Everything was all good. I turned up with about three minutes to spare. I drive into the driveway and I go, oh, garage doors locked. Huh? What's going on here? And then I had a look and I noticed that the signage that was normally there has been replaced with another company. And I went, huh? What's what's what all this about? What's all this about? What's all this about? So I had a, I had a really quick look on the Google, and the Google told me the address that I was at, and then I don't know what possessed me, but I clicked on the next thing below, and they'd moved the service center <laughs> from Lane Cove, wherever it was, to the actual Hyundai at Chatswood. So I had to drive 10 minutes in the opposite direction. Too bad. It was a bit shit. But so I got there and I'm sitting, uh, the, the girl does everything that she needs to do. She says, oh, you know, we'll call you when the car's ready. And I'm like, you don't give the complimentary cars anymore. So I got nowhere to go. So I'm just going to stay here if that's okay. She says, yeah, there's a lounge over there and you can have coffee and tea and blah, 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 blah. So <clears throat> I'm sitting there. And I'm watching something that's making me tear up, well up a little bit, but I was doing okay. And then the girl comes over and she goes, oh, no, I went out for a cigarette. And as I was walking back in, she goes, oh, good timing. I need to talk to you. Uh, I'm like, okay. Now, this car is nearly five years old and still has less than 40,000 kilometers on the, do- on the, the dial, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes, the environmental blah, 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 in your air conditioning system needs changing. And I'm like, well, that makes sense because, you know, the car's nearly five years old. And she goes, oh, and then there's something else. And she's got it written down on a piece of paper. They took another $400 off me. The car's not even five years old, hasn't even got 50,000 Ks on it, and they took another $400 off me. So I was in Hyundai already crying because of what I was watching on there. $400 $400 poorer on top of what the service was going to cost. I was in Hyundai crying. Not about the money, about what I was watching, but that's not the point. And Why it was pointed out to crying? us. Little lady boy in drag. Why are you crying? Why are lady, little lady boy in drag? Why are you crying? And so it was brought up to, it was, it was brought to our attention that maybe I should consider writing a country song out of crying in Hyundai. Food for thought. Just saying. And me going off about Hyundai wasn't even my pancreas bursting moment. Oh, okay. So because we bought our cars pretty much like the same week, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. So I had to have my service and took it to Holden Gateway. I fucking hate. I don't know why I do this to myself. I fucking hate them. Mm. Holden Gateway in Ferry Meadow, you can eat a fat one. So the middle light pops out, just drops down while I'm driving. Doesn't smack me in the face, but drops down, scares the shit out of me. 
and the last four services. So we do significantly more kilometers. I'm at a hundred, almost 120,000. So I asked them the last three, four services. Can you fix that? They fixed it once. Didn't cost me anything because warranty. I'm like, I didn't do it. I didn't break the clips that are inside the fucking whatever it's called. And then this time she's like, oh, well, there's actually a service fee attached and you have to pay for the part. And and I was like, no. Hasn't like, been, it hasn't been five years yet. I was like, let's go back three years and let's have a look at each service because the first two services, I asked you to fix it, you didn't. The third service, I was like, this needs to be fixed. They're like, oh, we need to order a part. Eight months later, that part came. Mm. So they fixed it, comes out again. And I'm like, and they're trying to tell me that they don't fix it under warranty. I'm like, but you fixed it under warranty the last time. Mm. Confused now? Confucius? Look, I'll give it to Athena. She's very nice. Athena from Holden Gateway, you deal with the Holdens now. They've restructured somehow because it was, it's fucking shit. It's like the worst place to take your car to get serviced. They didn't even do tires there. If you need new tires, they didn't do them there anymore. And take them somewhere else. They brought that back in. You can get your tires there, but I was like, I'm not paying for your tires because you're going to charge me, I don't know, exorbitant amounts. Yeah. But so we take it to get service. Conveniently, there's a code 89 when we take it to go service. Like when it's starting to get close to that service time, a code 89 pops up. Apparently, it was the thermostat of something or other. Didn't have to pay. Covered under warranty. Nice surprise. Thank you. And then the next day, engine light pops up. I was like, it's just been fucking serviced. So I call them. I'd be like, well, I have to take this to Sydney every day, so I can't have this. Take it back. I, I think I took it back the next day. Left work early to go take this car back to be like, you need to have a look at this and fix this. Turns out they didn't put the oil cap on properly. Fucking wasting my time. They don't do the they don't, they don't do the courtesy car. Lucky my husband was off, so he could pick me up and you know just go do the shit. But ten hours. See, my car. Hyundai used to give you a courtesy car if you wanted one. So did um Holden in Campbelltown where we. First, they used to drop you off. Well, you had to pick you up. Hyundai have the option, right? They they used to give the option. You either do the shuttle or the courtesy car. Yeah. And I'd be like, and I always took the courtesy car because their idea of a shuttle is not to take you back to where you lived. It's to take you to the nearest train station. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, when they said that to be the first time I went, that's great, but I don't have any train stations near my suburb where Mm -hmm. I live. And where you're going to drop me off, which is the nearest train station, there's no direct bus to my house. And But the courtesy car is free advertising for them because what happens is you drive the car and you go, gee, this is a great car. This is going to be my next car. Not only that, though, like have some common fucking decency. Like you're taking our car. For the whole day. You're only going to look at it for about half an hour, but you're taking it for the whole day. We have lives. If you stay in the um, dealership, in the service centre, your car gets preferential treatment. No, no. Well, well maybe with Hyundai. Right. Because I was in and out within two hours, two, two and a half, nearly three hours, sorry, uh, because I had to do the extra bit. Um but they could have given me a fucking courtesy car anyway because there was only like two other people at that time of day. It wasn't like they were going to run out of courtesy cars because I can kind of understand. But, you know. Well, now that my <laughs> warranty has run out, well. We don't run out for another couple of weeks. It kind of all yeah, you're a yeah. week before me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to deal with them anymore. That's not even my pancreas. 
by the way. So, are we going with your week? This all? Yeah? Yeah. Would you like to talk about? Ow, my pancreas. Ow, my pancreas. Curries, please! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You fucking Please bullshit. Deliver. Please. You fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Fucking people. Fucking couriers. Please. Fucking. You know the story because you're a part of it. Right? We got these game things that Haley's doing a fantastic job on. Blah, blah, blah. She asked me to go, can you get some games? I'm like, yeah, sure. No worries. Find out that if you buy from Kmart for over $65, you get free delivery. I'm like, perfect. Bought 20 of these games. Actually, Kmart's got a lot to do with this too. It's Kmart and their tag team in us. So um, order it on the Saturday or the Sunday. I can't remember what day it was. And so I get the notification that it's been shipped. And I said to, I saw who had got it and it was curious, please. And I said to my wife, we may get it after Christmas. (laughs) Make them yeah. the dead plants. Right? So, <laughs> and the fish and chips I'm still waiting <laughs> for from a menu log. So I get the notification that it's actually on its way. Now, it's coming from Bass Hill. It's in Sydney. Shouldn't take long, right? But anyway, that's not the point. So I get the notification that... Is it the Thursday? Yeah, the Thursday that the game's turning up, which is great because I was seeing you on the Thursday night so I could bring them. So the box turns up and I, I go downstairs. The box the box is down there. I'm not thinking about things. I pick it up, I take it in, and then I went, oh, better open it because I am expecting other things and it had something different on the outside of the box. It had catch, catch of the day, right? And I thought, oh. Did I buy something from Cash of the Day? I don't remember. Anyway, so I opened it up and I saw it there. And I went, yep, they're the games. And then I I don't know what, I, I moved it off to the side and then I went, hang on a minute. That didn't look like the right amount. And so in my head, I bought 10. Turns out I bought 20. And I believe I told you that I bought 20. Yeah, you told me that you bought 20. Yeah, but I still had 10 in my head. So I opened up the box and I counted and I'm like, there's only seven. How does that work? I bought 10. Counted again. Lifted them out thinking maybe there might be three underneath doing a hidey. I can see the dimensions of the box and I'm still thinking this stupid bullshit. (laughs) So I go, okay, what's going on? And then the missus said to me, like, check the receipt. So I actually checked the email and I went, oh, I bought 20. So there's actually 13 missing, not three. So I went, okay, well, this is an easy fix. I go online. I tell them I'm missing the 16, the 17, the 13 of them, however many it is. They give me back the money. I ducked down to Kmart before we come and see you. I wanted to avoid doing that, but anyway. So I get online. And so here is where Kmart started the problem. And here is where Couriers Please finished the problem. So... It turns out that they packed it in two orders, two separate orders. Mm-hmm. And I, when when she was the 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 woman was telling me this on the chat online, I'm like, why wouldn't you do ten and ten or fifteen and five? Thirteen and seven just seemed weird, but it depends do. what store they're getting it from, right? So, um, they said, oh. It's actually in two lots. And I went, that would have been really nice to know because then it would have saved me having to do this. And then the woman says to me, however, having said that, couriers, please, didn't pick up the second box. Couriers, please pick up the second box. And I went, let me see if I get this right. Not only did you not tell me it was in two separate boxes, you did not, your dispatch did not ensure that both boxes were taken at the same time. And she goes, yes, that's correct. And I said, uh, 
I got something for you. And she goes, what's that? And I went, Curious Please has ticked it off as delivered. And she was like, we'll get on top of that straight away. And I went, you do that. But in the meantime, I'm in the chat with Curious Please. I'm chatting with both of them. And I'm in the chat with Curious Please. And Curious Please goes, there was only one box. I said, I'm on with Kmart telling me that there's two boxes. And Kmart are telling me that your courier only picked up one and not two. And the woman goes to me like this. She goes, oh, we'll launch an internal investigation. And I went, really? Because you did that and I still don't have the fucking plans. And then you told me that I was the one who was going to have to do everything. Are you kidding me? So then I go back to Kmart and I said, seriously, you guys need to stop using couriers, please. There please. has never, please. There has never, ever, ever. As soon as you say couriers, please to someone, they go, oh, don't even fucking start me on couriers, please. Can they just hire all the people that no one else wants to hire? Yeah. Um, cause the other one who's really bad for it is Aramex. They're all pretty shit. Aramex, just drop it anywhere. They're like, as long as it's in the same suburb, you'll be right. <laughs> I'm just going to take a photo. It's like a, it's like a, what is it? A, a hunt, a, what is it a called? Easter a scavenger hunt. hunt. Yeah. <laughs> you got to match the, the door photo. with the photo. <laughs> yeah. But the, the funny thing is I love it when they take the photo and you go, that's not my door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they go. Well, that's where he's delivered it. And I go, because I, re- I always remember I got donuts delivered. It was for State of Origin. It was a couple of years back. And it was just before we were due to go into the second lockdown. I always remember. And um, uh, they take a photo of it. And I'm like, that's not ours. That's not our door. And then what happened was this very, very, very nice lady rang me. And she said to me, she said, um, is your name Cassandra by any chance? And I said, yeah. She said, did you order donuts? And I went, yeah. And she said, they've been delivered to our apartment block. And I said, oh, okay, where's the address? I live in one side of my suburb. And the donuts were about 20 streets in the opposite direction. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't even the same, like, first initial of the road. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah. fine. So I get in the car and I drive down there and I pick them up and I'm like, I wouldn't have bothered. (laughs) We really wanted these donuts. (laughs) And the whole time I I, I was driving back thinking to myself, should we really be eating these? Because we don't know what's happened. Like someone could have got roofied. Could have. We got free drugs. We didn't end up eating them. We were just so pissed off about the whole thing. But but they were delivered by Aramex. Aramex is just as bad as courier, please. Like, is there no dignity in couriers? I was a courier. I was a courier in Sydney and in Melbourne, and I was very, very good at my fucking job. There's probably no accountability. No, because they're subcontractors. Mm. So that's my pancreas. Careers, please fucking get your shit together. Send us the other 13 games. I'm sick of this shit. Oh, wait, you haven't received the other 13 games? No. Because <laughs> no one picked up the box. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. See, wouldn't it just be worth it to pay $10 in delivery and get them delivered and actually get them delivered? So what do you mean pay $10? I mean, It's like... still got to be delivered by Couriers, please. But I mean, like, I would rather pay $10 and make sure it gets delivered than just disappears into the ethos and have to speak, spend my time speaking to Kmart and couriers, please. I just can't with these people. Free delivery does not mean free for all, okay? Someone's (gasps) at home playing 13 games of guess who or who is it? Exactly. Exactly. Fucking assholes they are. What about your pancreas? He's looking at me. This game worked up, I feel. All right. Just out of curiosity, what, what night's your bin night? Uh, Tuesday night going into Wednesday morning pickup. Okay, so you put it out Tuesday night. Is that yep. correct? All right. At what point do you bring in your bins on Wednesday? Well, we actually have somebody do it. 
Strata. And what and what day do they bring those in? Depends. It depends. Sometimes it's Wednesday, late Wednesday afternoon, because we have three pickups mm-hmm. and they just wait until they're all done. Mm-hmm. But we've had days where it hasn't turned up and they it hasn't gone back in until Friday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. You might be one of those people, but it's different for you because you have someone else picking them up. Mm. I live in a house. I don't have strata. I don't have this fancy picking up my bins for me. I have to do it myself. We put our bins out on a Wednesday night. They get picked up on a Thursday morning. And either me or my husband, if someone's home, I'll go grab them before I drop the kids off at school because they pick it up real early on Thursday morning. So if they're both Mm. gone, I'll go pick them up before I, I drop the kids off to school, put them inside. Now, because our street is one way, it all goes on the left hand side of the road. Yes. So the people who are across the road from us put theirs on ours constantly on our driveway, blocking our shit. That's bullshit fucking. And then don't pick them up. There's two sitting out there right now. It's what, Saturday? Do they not have rubbish? They just leave it piled up somewhere and then go, oh, maybe we'll put it in the bin today. No. Are they pick home? Pick fucking bin. Yes, they're always home. This happens every week. Every week. The you latest. Move it as far down the road as humanly possible and then they have to go and get it. Well, because our our street is on quite a steep incline, actually. I might yes, cause an accident is. doing that. Are you going to throw it in the middle of the road? No, just leave it on the wheel side and then just let it roll down with the wind because it's very windy lately. But it goes into a highway, so you might just need. Anyway, but the I followed the bin guy the other morning when I was coming home, and he he just throws them around. Doesn't care. Yeah, okay. Flicks the bins around. No wonder all our lids break constantly. Mm -hmm. They just throw Mm -hmm. them around. So like. Half of it's their fault because pick your bins up. It's fucking Saturday, Saturday night. They should have been picked up Thursday night at the latest. Mm. That's all I give you. After work, you see them when you return home from work. Mm-hmm. Pick your bins up. Fucking Because did you know, did you know it's actually a safety issue? And I'm not talking about like falling over and breaking your legs on the bin or anything like that, right? <laughs> so you pick your bins up. And you mm-hmm. take them inside and they leave them there. Mm-hmm. Would be robbers see the bins outside your house, even though they're not your bins, and wait until you, the cars are missing or whatever it is, go and break in because they think no one's home. Yeah. Anyway, fucking pick your bins up. Yeah. Take a look at them. They're blocking yeah. car spaces. They're blocking my driveway because the bin guy just throws them around like they're fucking rag dolls. Leaves them on the driveway. Sometimes I just drive them. Actually, I think I'm going to get stickers made and then stick them on the bins being like pick your bins up or bin day is Thursday. It's now Saturday. Why is it still here? And just start sticking it every time they don't do it. Pancreas bursted. So we were tasked with watching the sequel to Romancing the Stone, The Jewel of the Nile, starring uh, Kathleen Turner, Danny DeVito, and our man, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Well, what do you got to say? So Michael Douglas and her have been travelling the seas and traveling together and they're in love and whatever um she can't write for shit and then she gets offer from what's his name omar Khalifa, mm-hmm. being like come and write my story in in the nile and then he, uh, michael douglas bit of a douchebag basically trying to hold her back. He's like, well, I want to go party in Greece and you want to go to the Egypt to do something for your career. How dare you? So it's a little bit of a douchebag. So he basically just broke up with her. And then Danny DeVito pops out of a wooden box and grabs Colton 
and then I stopped writing notes because I stopped paying attention. <laughs> I was in and out and Jude explained it to me because she was sitting there watching it because she actually likes the movie. Um, the Jewel of the Nile turned out to be that dude. And Colton. Oh, he! how did he get there? I missed that part. I wasn't paying attention. Like, how did uh, Colton get to Egypt? Why did he go? Okay, so what had happened was he, that after they broke up that night mm-hmm. and he basically got um, attacked by Danny DeVito's character, yeah. he's like, I'm going to go and sail for Greece and blow, and the ship blows up. Okay. Right? But they hit, so what happens is uh, a dude comes out of the water. I think he was out of the water or he, come, he, he says he's from the place where the jewel is. And he goes like this. He goes, I need you to come and help me. Your girlfriend's in danger. You need to come and help me get back the jewel of the Nile. So Jack's like, oh, a jewel, money. And Danny DeVito's character's like, if you're going, I'm going. And so that's basically how he wouldn't have gone with to see her and get back together and get married at the end of it if there wasn't some money that he was chasing he was chasing the jewel it's a bit douchey right yeah but it was 1985 what are you gonna do he's very attractive in it he's very tanned i I enjoyed the tanned michael douglas Mm -hmm. um but yeah he's just it just came off a bit douchey she's a bit of a doormat yeah yeah um yeah yeah, well it's not my one of my favorites I'll get the rating. I give it two roasts. I wasn't a fan. Oh, is that right? Fair enough. Oh, look, you know, it's not for everybody. It was made in 1985. I like it because, like, it's got the two of them in it. But, you know, that's that's just me. I love me some Michael Douglas. I don't care how it happens as long as I can get my hands on him, you know. But there were actually some, um, there were some problems with it, like, even before it started. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't uh, want to be in the film. Um, you could tell the there film. was there was problems with the studio and producers over money um, in the first film. Um, she didn't like the the script, and it didn't initially like negotiated that she'd have approval of the script before she accepted. Um, but then the studio threatened to take her to court and file a twenty five million dollar lawsuit against her for breaching her contract. Okay. Right, and then um, the writer of the original film, uh, whatever her name was, um, was killed in a car crash seven weeks before she got to see the sequel to her film being released. Um, And the car that she was driving when she had the car crash and died was the car that Michael Douglas had bought her as a thank you for working on romancing the stone when they were filming in morocco like three uh, members of the production uh, crew were killed in a car crash the script wasn't even finished um they did the, uh, the film clip with billy ocean when the going gets tough um and you know back in those days like if you had a theme song for a movie and that theme song was a hit you were good um but uh so when the going gets tough the tough get going was actually the video was banned in the uk not for like any explicit stuff or anything it's because um uh, michael douglas kathleen turner and danny devito they weren't in the musicians union <laughs> so they couldn't be shown on uk tv <laughs> right. like it was just it was just plagued with all of this stuff and then i think um i remember mentioning when we were doing uh, Romancing the Stone, there was supposed to be a third one, but because of the reception that this one received, the third one wasn't made, The Crimson Eagle. Well, it's just, the, it's the same plot. Yeah, so it's Indiana Jones. And they're about to have the 13th one or whatever it is premiere. How dare you? You leave Harrison Ford alone. Uh, no, Harrison Ford can fuck off, like, whatever. Incidentally, I'm still, I will take this for, I'm so looking forward to the Barbie movie. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. 
cannot wait. Uh, so we have to decide on a movie. So we're not obviously going to do every single fucking movie that Michael Douglas has ever made. Otherwise, this podcast will be going for 25 years. <laughs> no. Okay. So I did my, I did my, I done did my research. Chorus line, can't find anywhere. No, I actually watched it on YouTube, right? Mm. And then when I went to watch it again a couple of weeks ago, they'd taken it off YouTube. Yeah, it would have been a copyright infringement. They would have. Yeah, but I can just... watch other movies on YouTube. Yeah, but it it depends who's chasing that copyright is dependent on who gets it taken down. Because The Chorus Line is one of my favorite movies ever. It actually looked all right. It's really good. All right. Fatal Attraction. 1987. 87? 87? One of the two. RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Season 8, Episode 8, I think it is. It is. Yeah. It's in my notes. Uh, we're on top five. Yep. And the challenge was they had to recreate winners of previous season's looks with their own interpretation. Mm-hmm. So many things to unpack in this episode. I okay, Alexis Michelle. Stop yeah. talking like you're curing cancer every time you talk. Exactly. Like- now the reason why Alexis Michelle is still there. Remember the previous week, Lala Ree, who won that challenge, saved Alexis. Correct. Okay. Now, I've got to say something a little bit later. Let's just get through this part and then I'm mm. going to say what I say when we get to the end of it. Okay. So, yes, Alexis Michelle does speak like she's curing cancer every time she opens a fucking mouth. Yeah. When they first come into the workroom and they're all sitting there and they're having a little chat and then Jimbo's boobs are just on a table. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm, like, oh, I'm... I need a table for my boobs. I need a boob table. <laughs> God love her. Um, so Jimbo changed the mind a couple of times. Uh, no, Jimbo was um, procrastinating. She, yeah, she was procrastinating and then she was like, I have time because I'm not going to paint my face because I'm wearing a face bikini. What if she had to lip sync? Exactly. I, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting Valentina vibes. Yeah. But she was confident enough that she wasn't going to. Although in saying that, though, they do have that time, unlike the in other between. where they can. So yeah. if she needed to put on a quick face, maybe she would. And she'd obviously change anyway. Yeah. And I'm guessing she would have worn the sperm outfit. Yeah. In the next episode. Anyway. Yeah. Ruined it. Okay, anyway. Um, I felt that because Lala re, uh, so that Lala re won. Yeah. Okay. So Lala won. So I felt like Lala was like, yep, I'm here. I'm in this competition. That's how I got like, um, and she ended up making three separate dresses. And I feel that Lala re was a little underrated. I I actually underrated her at the start. Whereas I was on team Lala re. It's not that I didn't want her to be there. I just didn't feel like she was doing much. And then she waited until what episode seven to win a challenge. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, Alexis Michelle has not won a challenge at this point. So they have their little runway moments. Uh, everyone was okay. I didn't think the face Keeney was fantastic, but I didn't think it was bad. Uh, um. I didn't have a problem with Lala Ree's dress, but I do agree with the wig placement. Uh, she placed it too far back, which kind of just made everything look like a mess. Mm. And then we find out that the winner is Alexis Michelle. She finally fucking wins. Going to go on record right now. Alexis Michelle did not promise to save anybody at all, at all. So she comes up against, please tell me the name of the queen because I've forgotten it. 
for the lip sync assassin? Oh, Nikki Doll. Nikki Doll. Who? I'm sorry, you're gonna call them a lip sync assassin? I don't even. I don't even remember what she did. She was that vanilla. Yeah, it wasn't. I great. thought she, all she did was dance around, like she like danced around like a white girl at a fucking prom with like lip syncing, and that was it. Like, I feel but like mind you, Alexis Michelle wasn't any better. Like it was just yeah. really bad. I feel like it's just anyone who accepts the invitation at this point. <laughs> yeah. So we find out that Alexis Michelle wins, and our bottom two are Lala Ree and Candy Muse. Now, there has been a lot of tension with Candy Muse and Alexis Michelle. This was her moment to get it done. And for reasons unbeknownst to everybody, including RuPaul and the judgmental look on Ross Matthews' face said it all, Alexis Michelle eliminates Lala Ree. She had a chance to get rid of Candy Muse, her little bully. She still doesn't get rid of her, but as I said at the beginning of this little part here, Alexis Michelle never promised to save Lala Ree if Lala Ree got into the bottom. Alexis Michelle Michelle said to her, I will never forget. That's not a promise. No, it's not a promise, but you can tell how it alludes to one. It pains me to go on Alexis Michelle's side for this. Absolutely, 100% pains me. I'm still kind of not on her side. I'm still not on her side, but as far as her promising Lalo Reed that she would save her, she never did it. Mm-hmm. She just said, I won't forget that you saved me. Yes, the implication is there, but in a court of law, we're going to go by the words, not the implication, and the, there was never a promise. So Alexis Michelle gets saved. And then so we move on to episode nine, mm-hmm. which is the roast challenge of our backdrop, Monsieur Carson Cressley, equestrian extraordinaire. On an escatarian. On an escatarian. <laughs> I love Candy Muse was just like, I don't know. That's a rich word. I don't know that word. <laughs> yeah. She said pescatarian at one point too. I just, no, that was, was Jimbo oh, right. asking her, did you say pescatarian? Yeah. She's yeah. like, I, 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 she couldn't say it, which I, th- I yeah. thought was kind of cute. And mm-hmm. then Jimbo explains that someone who loves horses. I'm like, I don't. And just left it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the definition was someone who rides horses. Equestrian. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so they they were real focused on the horse part of uh, Carson's life. Mm-hmm. Must have been nice, Carson. Mm-hmm. The roast. What did you think? I didn't think. I think some did better than others, but I didn't think it was bad. I didn't no. think any of it was bad. Uh, like I can understand with Candy Muse. Yep. Slow it down. Just because you have to enunciate because of your speech impediment. Yep. But Jessica Wilde could say words without even any meaning and it would be funny uh-huh. because she was just saying like, he is a dancer. It's not yep. funny when I say it. But when yeah. she says it, fucking it's hilarious. Hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. It's the um Alyssa Edwards effect. Why? Alyssa Edwards doesn't actually say anything overly funny. It's the way she says things. However, she's done roast and completely bombed. Yeah. But I didn't have a problem with any of it. I mean, I but I will say um Alexis Michelle was a bit blah. Yeah. Candy Muse was a bit, uh, Jessica Wilde and Jimbo had me in fucking hysterics. I think if the crowd was a bit harsher on Alexis Michelle, I think she would have bombed a little bit more. Like I feel yeah. like it was sympathy laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jimbo, 
You did your own rivers. Worked out really well for you. Well done, you. You got your jokes. And she won. And she won. And she won. There was no top two or whatever it was, bottom two. If oh, you weren't got, in the top. We've got a random Karcher moment. Oh, that was so funny. When Karcher just, I think like she, she wasn't going in like, for advice. She was just like, I'm just here to talk the shit. <laughs> I think she was like just in the area and RuPaul's like, yeah, come over. Like I think it yeah. was just, I don't even think it was planned. There was no purpose. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I think she was she, just walking past the studio. There was probably a very good chance that they were probably recording and they just happened to see her like walk past and go, you want to come in? She's like, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And then but, she randomly crawls out or like yeah. slides out. Yeah. Jimbo wins. Deserved. Oh, well, well deserved. Snow Bunny. Snow Bunny was the runway. Snow Bunny was the runway. They all looked okay. Jimbo wins. Mm-hmm. The lip sync assassin is Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Mm-hmm. Did not impress me that you know how I feel about Silky. We but well, we both kind of feel the same. However, uh, she does do a lip sync. Exactly. It just wasn't her so, song. It wasn't her song. Um, I think it might have been a pity win. <laughs> I think RuPaul was like, I can't do this to her a seventh time. <laughs> that, that's just bordering on cruel. She unzipped herself and threw Devon everywhere. Like she mm-hmm. was just pulling the stops out. Yeah. So she finally she finally won. And if you weren't in the top, you're in the bottom. So Alexis Michelle, Candy Muse, and Jessica Wilde all in the bottom. It's anybody's race now. I need to unpack for a moment. Before you unpack, Once, before mm-hmm. you unpack, RuPaul's wig this week. Yeah. What's going on there? It was like flat. And then it no, it it looked real weird. Didn't like it. She needs She's to trying stick to do with stuff. The, nah, I can handle her different stuff, but it looked real weird. It was giving me like 40, 22 inch vibes. Incidentally, can we just say, can I just say how fantastic Michelle Visage looked? Yeah. With the, the hair like parted, like cascading down with the gray in the, like she would look beautiful. Like she's been looking great because she's been working out and looking after herself quite a lot. But Oh, yeah, she's lost heaps of weight. Yeah. But the how she had her hair in that episode was she was so beautiful. They had the opportunity to get rid of Candy Muse again. They also had an opportunity to get rid of Alexis Michelle again. Jessica Wilde, leave her there. It's fine. But. You had your opportunity to get rid of Candy Muse, Jimbe, and you failed spectacularly. Wouldn't you rather get rid of Alexis? No. no. You get rid of Candy. No, I would have rather got rid of Alexis, to be honest. You actually get rid of the person who did say, that if she was in the top and you're in the bottom, she was going to get rid of you. But when Jimbo was choosing the lip sync, the lip syncs, the lip sync, the lipsticks, fuck me. She said that Candy Muse and her have been in an alliance since the start. This is the time to save her. That's the out, and I get that. And you know what? Jimbo is a person of their word. However. What if Candy Muse wins next week and Jimbo's down 200 grand because she had the opportunity and did not seize it? Well, top three next week, yeah. Yeah, we're at top three. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be voting. Isn't it going to be the finale? Yeah, it should be. And then RuPaul chooses. Yeah. Um, But so... Not going to lie, though, great deal of satisfaction at the same time when Jimbo chose Alexis Michelle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I almost saw, like, the light die out of her eyes. 
you just kind of want to, um, like, you, you just wanted to kick back and have a cigarette. And that's how you're just like, <laughs> and that's how it's supposed to go. <laughs> you know, if, if she could have double eliminated, yeah, I would have been, been her and Jessica Wilde for the final. I'm all good. Like, you know. But uh, so next week should be interesting. I get that Jimbo did keep Jimbo's word. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think alliances and all of that should probably stop when you get to the second or third last week before the end. Yeah, but Jimbo's killing it anyway. Like, does she really see Jimbo's won as, four? Yeah, as a did you know, I was reading today, Jimbo has won four uh, episodes, like main challenges, mm-hmm. before any queen has won. Any other queen has won two. Yeah. Like she's pretty much won almost 50%. Like if Jimbo doesn't win this. It was like with Jinx Monsoon, like, you know, and, and Sasha Colby, like clearly the front runner, clearly the person who is deserving of it. And I started out not really being a Jimbo fan. Really? I love Jimbo. Um, like I was like, eh. She's all right. Um, but watching her and get her being able to get this far, um, I've really, really, really enjoyed Jimbo. Um, like, I wouldn't even be mad if Jessica Wilde won. Like, I wouldn't be mad, but it wouldn't make sense. And she's clearly a psychopath, which I find very entertaining. Hmm. Yeah. So Jimbo for the win, I feel. We mm-hmm. didn't. We I picked Jimbo for the top three, but I didn't pick Candy Muse or Jessica Wilde. I think I threw Jessica Wilde in there a couple of times. I've always had Jimbo in there, but Candy Muse, I don't even not believe, was ever, you ever, wanted, ever. You wanted James. I did. Yeah. And I do. Not, I still do not believe that James should have gone home. No, I don't think so either. But, you know, who are we to uh We're just two people who don't dress in drag who comment on it. And what we're also going to do next week is we are going to talk about the reveal of the season three RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under girls because mm-hmm. uh, we feel that we need to research them a little bit before we start providing commentary. Uh, but it has been revealed that the new episode, the new season of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under season three will start on July 28th. Mm-hmm. So by the time we get down to Melbourne Expo, which is the weekend of the 10th and 11th or whatever it is of August, yep. we should be going into episode three. The same as last time we were going into like episode two or three. Yeah. So, but we will unpack that a little bit more in the next episode. Um. So let's just get on to the local drag shows, shall we? Yes. Thank you. So for Sydney, we've got Thursdays from 7 p.m. Drag Bingo with Tina Bicky and Dionysus at the Imperial. Thursdays from 10 p.m. Intergalactic with Space Horse, Eli Crawford and Tina Bicky. Friday, the 21st of July, the Vanities Dream Club Tour at Universal. I'm just going to stop myself for a second. I believe that I said this in, in a chat. I'm actually going to put it on a podcast. Vanity is about Barbie. Loves Barbie. When you watch her on Insta, all of that, the office that she works at with Nikita, there's Barbie big dream house in the background. She's doing a Barbie tour. She goes to a press junket thing for Vogue Australia for the Barbie movie, dressed in drag as Barbie. She is in the same room as Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig who is the director of the Barbie movie, no one could get her an audience with Margot Robbie for photos. She's literally dressed as Barbie in the room where they're doing the movie advertising for Barbie with Margot Robbie, who was playing Barbie. How did they not get this together? Maybe they have. Vogue Australia, transphobic. No, not transphobic. Um, Vogue Australia, fucking dragphobic. No, 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 because uh, this morning on Insta, Vanity's saying she didn't get to meet Margot Robbie. Oh, okay. I didn't. Right? So Vogue Australia, drag phobic. It's not right. Anyway. 
Uh, Fridays, 12.30 and 1.30 a.m., Boss with Pamara Fifth. Saturdays, 8 and 9 p.m., Slayer on Saturdays with Maxi Shield and Gabe Woods at the Oxford. Sundays, Shine with Coco Jumbo. Thursdays from 7.30 p.m., Trivia with Jackie Daniels at Kinsella's. In Melbourne, we've got Thursdays at 9 p.m., Hey Henny at Circuit with a rotating cast. August the 11th at Teddy Pickers Werribee, our lovely Ivana Kebab is going to be doing a drag bingo and we're going to be there. Uh, Fridays, if they get the flights right. (laughs) Yeah. Fridays at 7.30 p.m., Drag Race All-Star Screenings at Molly's Bar and Diner. Wednesdays, Drag Bingo at Molly's Bar and Diner with Isis Avis Lauren, who is actually on Season 3, am I right, of Down Under? Yes. Uh, Jemima Handful and Miss J. And Wednesdays, new gigs on the block hosted by Holly Day Night at Circuit with a cycle of three superstars, Aboleth Adams, Ruby Princess and Jaja Lugosi. How about that? You're welcome. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit like and subscribe and ding! for a notification uh if you're listening to us on one of the podcast streaming platforms please give us a five stars you can give us a shit review don't care it's the five stars that we need i just want to thank everybody who's been reaching out to us since we started advertising the new set of the game um i will say this with the deepest respect and love don't just like it Buy it. <laughs> and we make more. <laughs> and we make more. If there's demand, we supply. Right. Plain and simple. And, um, yeah, Haley, do you have anything? Not really. I'm a bit, like, emotionally exhausted, spiralling, non-done adulting. I don't want to do it anymore. I quit. Yeah, it's been a bit of a week, hasn't it? Mm. but uh, next week we'll have our shit a little bit more together. Hopefully my fucking internet will be working a lot better by then. And you'll be able to hear the escapades of my new job. I start a new job on Monday. (laughs) 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 (laughs)